Welcome back to the Daniel Muggleton podcast. It's me, I'm Daniel Muggleton, I'm the guy. Uh, this week's episode features a guest, uh, a friend of mine, someone who I find very funny and whose company I enjoy very much. It is Alexandra Hudson, uh, a comedian. I think she won't mind me saying a new comedian. I learned in this episode just how new uh, from the Northern Rivers slash Byron Bay in Australia. Uh, we talk We talk about her hanging out this week with Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's in town in Sydney doing shows. Uh, she got to meet him and hang out with him. Uh, we also talk about getting squeegee, the squeegeeman, uh, and also how people will make assumptions about a man and a lady hanging out. Uh, assumptions get made. Uh, quick updates for you, uh, the loyal podcast listener. Nina Oyama has agreed to explain the phrase cum gutters. That is coming next week. Get excited for that. Didn't mean to say coming twice there, but why not? Let's roll with it. Uh, the, the fake gig in the UK that I attempted to pursue uh, for your entertainment value, it's, it's gone cold. So either it was a real gig and I fucked it, or even more embarrassingly, I have been rejected from a gig that doesn't even fucking exist. The second I showed interest, I'm not even worth scamming my social security, Medicare ID, photos of my cock. I don't know. Whatever they were looking for initially, they are no longer looking for, and I'm sad about it, but I wanted to let you know. Um, as always, if you want to get in touch with me, I am directly accessible Dan at danielmuggleton.com.au. That is how you email me. Get in touch. I am nothing if not accessible, unlike my tour venues. <laughs> that was the funniest thing about the show in Perth. I was doing my, my usual jokes about how I'm not at the level of success that a person in a wheelchair can watch me. Uh, I'm, I'm not at ramp slash elevator level. And my venue had an elevator. Egg on my goddamn face. Maybe I'm doing better than I thought. Um, oh, yeah. The, the other thing, the other, the final thing uh, that has changed uh, this week for me as a comedian, I have officially become award winning. That's it. Hold the goddamn applause. Award winning. It's just, it's, it's fantastic stuff. Uh, yes, I won. Two awards at the Perth Fringe World Comedy Festival. Uh, now, as far as awards go, I'd say these, you know, can generally be located at the bottom of a cereal box. However, uh, I'll be honest, I was chuffed. I was incredibly chuffed because if, if you're not a comedy enthusiast, you might not realize that uh, we, we write our own blurbs, A, and that every single comedian's blurb contains the sentence award-winning comedian X or Y. <laughs> I'm so sorry in my head for some reason when I said X, I'm like, well, that's a lady. Let's, let's chuck Y in there for a bit of, bit of equality. X or Y or XY. I don't know what that is. Um, Anyway, every single blurb contains the fact that the comedian has won an award. Now, I jealously have watched on uh, over a decade in comedy, never even being nominated, shortlisted, sent through to the next round of some kind of competition. Absolutely no encouragement from the industry at large. Uh, and this week I won not one, but two awards 
from six shows in Perth. That is one award per three shows. Not bad. Not a bad little ratio there. Um, so, yes, I wanted to bring it up purely in the sense to say it's nice, as cynical as I like to be, uh, to be recognized even in any form in that sense is very lovely uh, and, uh, you know, just gratifying because it takes a lot of faith for you to just kind of pursue this based on the fact that you think you're good and there seems to be a group of people out there who think you're good. But, uh, you know, no external slash objective measures suggest you might be good. Uh, so that was very nice. And the second thing is, fuck, how good is it to have some kind of measurable thing that other people can see and be excited for you? Like, I don't think I explained that well, but basically just... It's, it's like when you get something in the paper, like it, it does nothing. I, I really need to emphasize how getting a good review translates to absolutely nothing. Like I've gotten five stars at the Adelaide Fringe two years in a row. I've had the reviews published in the paper two years in a row. And two years in a row after getting the maximum number of stars from the biggest paper in Adelaide that is a town technologically located in a place where people still frequently read the paper, I had five people in the crowd, one person per star. Print is dying. Um, but anyway, it's so good though for just the peripheral members of your life slash anyone over the age of 40. They fucking love seeing something like that. They're like, oh, Daniel must be doing well. Oh, Daniel is, is clearly a real success. He's in the pa his name's in the pa he's got stars in print. He's got awards. He's got a little little laurel, little thing. He must be doing very well. So what I'm saying is, uh, you know, the the Perth Fringe World Festival this week is responsible for giving my parents uh pride related erections. <laughs> they just got that nice hard cocker Nice hard cocker pride over the achievements of their spawn, you know? Um, <laughs> what a bizarre way to kick off the pod. But hey, it's late and it's coming to you. So let's get Verticoli to take me straight to my chat with Alex Hudson. I just start recording, but I feel like I owe you the respect of being like we have started recording. Thank you. I would I would never I would never hope to disrespect you or break our trust <laughs> because you've been you know all day. Yes. I've been I've been waiting for the breakup from you, which is which is funny considering how many strangers have assumed <laughs> <laughs> that we are, that I am your wife or girlfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, varying <laughs> levels of commitment. Apparently, if you're a man and you hang out with a lady uh, during the day, yeah, you are attached. <laughs> That's Sydney. That's Sydney's assumption. I've always wanted to get a divorce, so this is probably the closest I'll ever get to it. I mean, I wouldn't count yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an honour. I think the girlfriend one was a weird one. That was the weirder one? Yeah, because clearly you have a wife and she's met your, she's seen your wife. 
Yeah. I mean... Just the ca- how people are just so casual about affairs. I love that. Well, I, I don't want to put this on my on my favourite little cafe that she's like, well, clearly he's just yeah, having an affair true. and I ain't no snitch. <laughs> <laughs> Loyal, I guess. But like also just giving us... Like, I mean, that was the thing because it was while giving us like complimentary dessert. Yeah. It's like, this is for you and your girlfriend. But she also did give us separate containers. Yeah. So maybe she did like, like I'm going home to my... And you're going home to your wife or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? She was respectful. She was like, maybe... My wife's going to yeah. sniff the Tupperware yeah. being like, who is this? Who is she? <laughs> who is she? I can smell. This is a different female scent on the leftover <laughs> Lebanese bread. Yeah. Uh, but Aww. yeah, it was it was fun. I mean... It's been fun for me because this is the closest I'll get, I reckon. To, to marriage? To being married. Yeah. Why is that? Oh, who cares about it, hey? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a very Northern Rivers kind of sentiment, I feel. Yeah, I don't even know why. I just... No, I don't buy into it. It's I. Th- I feel like it's a non-disabled thing. A non. Like, yeah, like I. I'm like I don't have time for that. I'm still on Centrelink. I don't want to share my Centrelink payments with someone. Do you have to do that yeah. if you're married? It, it becomes yeah, part of the like family. They kind of like they they will um they will lower your payment or whatever because it's assumed that both of you or like you'll get some of their income slash Centrelink yeah, depending yeah. on the caliber well, of the like, marriage. Well, you kind of made the assumption that. The two people in the relationship are disabled, but that's okay. Oh, it's your disability payment. Yeah. Right. I just thought, I mean, you're a comedian. I just assume like a general unemployment, new start benefit. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I took it. I was like, this is where this is going. Yes. I'm on new start. Oh, new. Yeah. So what? DSP. I don't get that. How? That seems fucked up. I actually yeah, don't like that. I know. As a thing. Because like it's, you're still disabled. Like, even though you're married. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, well, she's married. Now it's fine. Like now. I just have to, like, either marry someone super successful mm-hmm. or just um, be super successful. Right. I, you, there's you seemed, no way to go for me. You seemed more enthusiastic about the marrying someone successful option, i got to say. <laughs> you were like, that, I, I could do that or I could, I guess, myself... Succeed. <laughs> yeah, both of them seem hard work though, so I probably won't do either. Not not a fan, not a no. fan of the work. But I mean, you, you could marry someone successful. Like you just hung out with Dave Chappelle, like you're Dave Chappelle's best friend. Yeah, like that. That was at least what you told me in the car. Because <laughs> we've done this all in reverse. Like we've had a lovely lunch, we've hung yeah, out, we've had yeah. a drive, we've had a chat, yeah. and now we have to, you know, pretend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah true we've like talked about all our good things before we yeah. i mean i, I don't i don't want to go that far i've i've got i had some, oh yeah I had some pro- talking points noted yeah. down <laughs> every week i reassure the listeners that this podcast is going to improve <laughs> <laughs> what a lie oh it's, it's, God. it's an abusive relationship at this point it'll cha- i'm glad I'll i haven't listened oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite thing about today like i'm so sorry i didn't listen to figure out what i'm supposed to do like just talk like yeah true. There's, there's, there's nothing that there's no fucking lingo to jump into Oh, true. Like, you're I don't good. Know. You're I'm perfect. Good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, like, so Dave Chappelle's best mate. Let's go there. Let's. You, yeah, you okay. Must, <laughs> this, this is a fun thing to talk about because it's so recent. It's so recent. Yeah. Two nights ago, I performed with Dave Chappelle, I guess. With, alongside? Um, alongside. Opened. I opened. I was in the first half of the show. We all crushed. Yep. It was really hectic. Um, And then, yeah, I the second half was... 
a bunch of big name New York American comedians and then Dave Chappelle rounding it all out and in a thing that I can only describe as completely kind of bonkers. Bonkers. That's what yeah. we've gone with. The Dizzy Rascal dance floor hit bonkers. Yeah, because I think it's like more, it's just like, it, it's, it was fun. It was chaotic. It was like, it was everything. It's kind of everything I think he is. Right. Okay. You thought it encapsulated the Chappelle yeah. experience. Yeah. In like this most turbo <laughs> way. I love that you're like describing Dave Chappelle into some of the most Australian lingo of all time. It was bonkers. He was so turbo. It was crazy. Because I honestly don't think like what's really difficult, it's so difficult to kind of explain what was happening during the whole thing that it, it it honestly I like feel like it doesn't actually make sense in my mind and there were just real <laughs> moments where I was just like whoa okay because you you didn't just do the show I didn't do you went after party oh, and then I went you to went the after <laughs> after party this is what uh, I like yes you're hanging on you're doing I, it I was just like this is literally never going to happen again and I just need to see where this goes. So it wasn't to hunt him down as a potential super successful husband <laughs> candidate. Can we no, rule that out? I, yeah, I went. No, no. <laughs> Definitely not. I was, oh, God. Yeah, it was just wild. I've never heard the word cerebral palsy so many times in such a way that I was like, yeah, you're the girl with cerebral palsy. I was like, oh, my God, that's how I'm going to refer to myself <laughs> now forever. I've been given the nickname by the great man and now it's cerebral yeah, palsy. Cerebral palsy. Which is not how you'd prefer it to be pronounced. Well, I mean it's cerebral. Cerebral <laughs> oh, now I can't even <laughs> now I can't even say it. I don't even know if I've got it anymore. That's that's is cured. Yeah, cured. By, by the words, the mispronunciations of Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I'm like now I experience the whole world through a different, more cerebral <laughs> experience, I guess. Which is I think better. I think there needs to be maybe a whole shift in how we talk about it. Yeah, because cerebral, I mean, what's even that? Cerebral, though. Yeah. As as we discussed previously, the thinking man's palsy. This yeah. Is, this is a deep, so deep in thought. Yeah. Maximum. Extreme thought. Extreme thought all the time. And to be honest, that's actually what cerebral palsy is. That's what it is. I think in my mind, I'm always like... like you, last. You, you do think in your mind. You're very cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my... Like, even... Oh, my brain... Yeah, no. I can't even explain what cerebral means or cerebral or what the fucking difference is. You, you can't. I I thought you would know, like, because nah. I I don't know much about what I have, <laughs> who I am. <laughs> I'm just trying to find it. I'm trying I'm to like, figure it who out. Who am I? What is happening here? Half the time, I'm like, how the hell did I end up here? And I mean, I assume you know, in this particular room, probably a pretty good instance to ask that. Just yeah. in my little weird podcast dungeon thing. Yeah. <laughs> as far as like a podcast. It's space. It's oh, I've never been in a podcast space. Actually, <laughs> this is—it's all downhill from yeah. meeting and parting with Dave Chappelle. Now you got to do a podcast. Yeah, in like, some shit. some um weird little house thing underneath a little other house. 
Yeah. Well, it, look, don't don't give the whole game away. But I was going <laughs> to ask you. I was going to ask you because. Oh um, yeah. I mean, I should say your name, Alexandra Hudson, just in case, just in case people skip the intro. <laughs> uh, they're like, who is this? Who are we talking to? Who is this famous American comedian with an oddly Australian accent? I'm not. Uh, part I'm of the entourage? Are you officially part of the entourage now? Yeah, he's called me and I'm moving to LA. Dude, congrats. That's Thank big. You. It's a it's big exciting. Get. Finally, yeah. that goddamn Fin- American citizenship yeah, coming finally, through. Finally, finally. Yeah, that's why. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm actually American. I get it. He was like, don't call me bro. I was like, fair. <laughs> um, I said none of that. I you was said none like of that? dying. Is, is there, is there, cause I've had celebrity interactions where I've, you know, said something and I'll remember it forever. It just pure regret, just absolute. I did have a moment yesterday, like when I was a bit hungover in my hotel room mm-hmm. and then someone reminded me about, you know, what state he was probably in so yes i kind of it just all my fears of like me being a kook just evaporated <laughs> if, if you're not the drunkest one you're like fine like that's not getting that's not in the transcript of yeah. the evening you yeah know? exactly that was the girl with cerebral palsy yeah cerebral cerebral very cerebral yeah. palsy. sorry i, I yeah. hate to mispronounce it thank you i just i overthought it which is something you could obviously relate to I very <laughs> very strongly um and then now you just you just, I mean, are you expecting the call up for Sunday at the show at the arena? Because it's just a drop it. We should give some kind of context. This well, was just if that's the case, I hope it happens before I leave. <laughs> <laughs> are you flying out Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Flying back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because the, the whole thing is he's doing a show in Sydney yeah, on I'm... Sunday at uh, Kudos Bank Arena. Yeah. Previously Acer Arena. Previously the Superdome. Yeah. Oh. Nobody wants to own this fucking thing. I tell you, they just keep selling it. Yeah. Um. Where everyone weirdly. Because I'm going to the show. Yeah. Um, it's where most people in Sydney got vaccinated. Oh, right on. What a weird yeah. association, you know? Every, does, does everyone have like trauma or are they cool with it? <sighs> Do vaccines still exist? Like are people getting them? Yeah. I, that, I know like give me all of them. Yeah, you want the vax? I want all of them. You want to get vaxxed up? Yeah, I'm like I haven't been vaccinated since July. And I'm like, oh, God, that's scary. I only got my, my OG vaxxers. I only got my, my initial two. And then I've been vax-free. I don't trust people. Since 2023, I guess. Because it's like, 20, 2020. When did we get vaccinated? 2021? Two? Two? One. two. 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 Was it only last? Yeah, it was last year. It was last year? Yeah. No. That's not oh, right. Wait. No, 21. Was it? No, it was 22. Ah, uh, it can't be tw- it can't be last year because I was on tour. It was last year. It was last year. It was it even was more. Last year. Did we got vaxxed? Yeah. It was twenty twenty one. I first got. Oh, it was twenty one and into twenty two. Yeah, you're right. You you spread it into the because we because we had the Sydney lockdown thing. So to get out of that, it was like September and then October twenty twenty one. I got my first. All I know is I got my first one in April. Oh yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, because you would have been. Were you were you pushed ahead of the queue? I I was because yeah. of your cerebral. We like we need her vaccinated so she yes. can get back to thinking. Yes. About how to solve this thing. Yes. About how to push this thing forward. Yes. Okay, because yeah, because like yeah, we all got vaccinated at the you know Kudos Bank Arena. 
All of you. Like all of Sydney. Most of Sydney. Like, really? a, like an, an, an extraordinary amount of Sydney. Because that, that was where the Olympics was, right? Yeah. So like all the car parks, they're just like free parking. You go there, you get vaxxed, you get some Chinese on the way home, you go home. That was the vibe. Yeah. How exciting. Dude, now I'm going back for my third, that, my third dose. Was that where the big day out was? Yeah, I don't think the big that was in there, but it was at the showgrounds, like yeah, over okay. there, like at Sydney Olympic Wasn't Park. Wasn't in the in the? Oh yeah, true. I don't think that, I don't think that room was used. I've that that place. I've seen very few things there. I think they do like NBL there. Oh, sick! Like as a huge basketball fan. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, go the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> Love those Trailblazers. <laughs> Winning. Can't get enough of that. <laughs> but um, I, I've seen Powder Finger and Silver Chair there. Together or separate? Same, like they were doing a double. Wow. They were doing like, hey, you were a Australian man born in the 80s slash early 90s. Yeah. You're going to love this tour. That was the name of the tour, the full name. <laughs> like, wow, they're speaking directly to me. Yeah. said, hey, Dan. It would have it been amazing if the living end was the tour support because oh, that's just, that's just that's everybody. Just like the, yeah. That's just like, that's oh, the whole podium. Well, then you're leaving Powderfinger and like Grinspoon out. No, but it was Powderfinger and Silverchip. Oh, sorry. Because oh. like leaving Grinspoon out, I, I find socially acceptable. <laughs> uh, as someone from the Northern Rivers, you're just deeply offended. Really? Yeah. He's, they're from, they, I think they were from Casino and all went to uni in Lismore. Really? Yeah. What's his name? Phil Jamison. Phil Jamison. Jamison. Yeah. Like the whiskey. Yeah. Duh. He loves it. I, all I remember about that band, I saw them once live. It was pretty good. They put on a good show. Like Big Marsh was going hard. You better be careful what you say. Well, all I remember is, I reckon this is, you know, pre-meme when yeah. they were like jokes, but they weren't quite memes yet. Yeah. yeah everyone's yeah. like, this is a funny picture I want to show you. Yes. <laughs> but we haven't, we haven't. Yeah, we didn't quite genre. work out how to put the two together. Yeah, it's like because it'd be like a picture, and then you'd explain it verbally. Yeah, as opposed to just including the words superimposed over the picture. We're so evolved, dude. We've, we've gone, we've gone great. Yeah. You know, a picture used to be worth a thousand words. Now it's worth six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's top shelf. It is good. But yeah. uh, it was, it was. Remember his song, like, because he got addicted to the old, the old glass barbecue, Phil Jamison. And so his, they, they got back together, he cleaned up, and he put out a song called Justice. But obviously if you put a full stop after the T in Justice, it's just ice. Wow. Is and that what he did? I mean, no, like, oh, that, so was you what we, just that was that. the meme. Oh. oh yeah. Wow. You know, it's high quality audio content when I say that was the meme and you sigh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just shocked that you talk shit about Phil Jemison, Northern Rivers' favorite son. Is this going to cost me next time yeah, I go probably, up? Yeah. Oh no, you, you don't want to put this out. I, I thought I thought my boy, because you were you're at the show I did in Byron, the tour show. You, yeah. you performed there. I mean, yeah. obviously, quite a steep career trajectory, starting off Daniel Muggles and ending up Dave Chappelle. S significant, significant <laughs> climb up the old comedy ranks. Yes. Um, but yeah, there was the DJ there who brought all his mates. Tetramath. Tetramath. Did you know there was a real Housewives of New York at that show? Fuck off. Yeah, my sister tagged me in a post. No. Yeah. At that show? Yeah, at that show. Real Housewives an of New York. An original cast member. 
Jesus. Oh, I forget her name. Do you reckon she would have liked it? She loved it. Did she? Yeah, there was a post she wrote about it. No. Yeah. My, my wife is upstairs, loves Real Housewives. This I'm, could, like, Alex, I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but this could not just get me laid, but also get me respect. Well, respect I don't deserve. I feel, uh, maybe I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be any part of this. I don't want to be some kind of weird... Look, you're really starting to sound like my girlfriend at this point. You know, back me up as a mate. <laughs> well, I think I am your girlfriend. <laughs> well, that was some it. parts of Sydney, I am your girlfriend. I don't, and all your wife. I want to give the cafe lady credit. I think she was just saying girlfriend as in like friend who is a girl. Well, I don't know. Do you know. reckon, is that, is that ever acceptable? How like, do you use those terms? Like anyway, people, well, it's like old mate, isn't it? Yeah. We haven't even talked about... The squeegee guy. Oh, the squeegee guy's coming up. Yeah. That was, that was. Well, because I, yeah, you know what he said. And it's like, well, you only really see that in one. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of context-based anecdotes. But no, so when I, when I picked you up, um, you know, from, from Surrey Hills at a coffee that overran. And you're like, look, you, I was just at a meeting. And I'm like, I know it was a meeting, Alex. You're crushing it. You're doing very well. You're having a coffee in a Surrey Hills lane. The arts industry wants a piece. That's it. <laughs> um, but no, so we're, we're driving back. And then what do you reckon? The most, probably the most aggressive squeegeeing I've yeah. received in a while. It was just like, um, it seemed angry. Just straight <laughs> off the bat. And I, I've never – my only context for Squeegee Man is, like, the guy in Canberra who used to do it. The guy – there's, like, one? There was one guy on Northbourne Avenue, I think it was, like, way, Can way Canberra's, back. Canberra's only street? Canberra's Northbourne only, Avenue. Yeah. And he was, like, famous. Right. And, and he'd do it. But, like, this guy today, he was, a like, it was just straight aggression, or right? There was some kind of, like – emotion coming from him <laughs> it was that was so very unexpected in the moment yeah because like what we're stopped at a light we're talking i think i think we're making eye contact not to add fuel to the girlfriend rumor but i yeah. think we're making eye contact and then he just sprayed the wind like he didn't ask there was no. no tap there was nothing just sprayed the windscreen with detergent and just went for it yeah and it was also though just yeah the the veracity in which he did it I was like, whoa, is he a bit angry? Think bit Did we ignore him or something? That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought maybe he had but like there was no sound, there was no, no. there was no knock. No. I mean the knock was probably more aggressive. I think any kind of window well, knock is pretty terrible. I think the terrifying. knock is like at least if you knock and you're like, Oh hey man, there's a it was just like, Whoa, this is an unconsensual window wash. Yeah. But like I mean I've with no with no lead up. Obviously, I've told a squeegee guy no before and they've proceeded to ignore that. Like, that's, yeah. that's not uncommon. Well, there was just no... But we were, there was no window for, like, it was like, we're getting this. We have money. Yeah. We better have money. I was like, do we have money? Do I have money? Do you have money? Oh, my God. Are we, what's going to happen? I love here? that you were just folding under the big city pressure. You were going to give him oh, 10 yeah, bucks. I was going to give him... I can't <laughs> get over this. I found some coins in my wallet. I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. You're going to get 10 Ten bucks. Well, it's I th oh, like I was scared that I would have nothing in there, and then I was like, oh well, I guess ten dollars is good. For, to and this economy, what you gave him was probably not enough. I mean, I look, 
I do admit, I think I think I was somewhere in the dollar fifty to two dollar fifty. Yeah, see, which is unadjusted. It to be a few gold coins. Was unadjusted know? for inflation. It was, but like I feel like we didn't want it. Like, no. do you not remember at the end of the interaction, I had to use my wipers a bit because he hadn't <laughs> squeegeed it all off. He just blasted and asked questions later. Ah, oh, but the best bit was. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is your story to tell. <laughs> go, go crazy. What, what, what were the words? Oh, so, so it's, it's finished. I mean, this, is this your is, wife going to put out? This is a very dirty. <laughs> this is a very dirty set of conversations. So he's finished. I've gone windows down. I've given him the coins, and he's kind of lingered. He's lingered at the window, which is not good after the aggressive squeegeeing. You're like, this is is this a very smooth carjacking. Yeah, like, yeah. what are we what are we doing? What's happening here? Yeah. But then he's just kind of lingered and then I sorry, I thought your wife was gonna put out. <laughs> I think that was the words. <laughs> that was <laughs> <laughs> Which to me they're 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 words that only exist in one context. Yeah. Cause if you're saying other things, there's always words that follow. Yeah, I mean, I was certainly trying to come up with a a, a miss, like a, a way that he intended, like he thought you were going to give him money too. I thought she was going to put out her hand, <laughs> you know, like he just forgotten some of the words. Yeah, well, he said what he said, you know. I, yeah. I, I like to think he's like, he's there being like, oh, God. Oh no, that that woman thinks that I wanted her. To, I thought she was putting out, and oh, I I feel real like what if he's some kind of like you think he's currently racked with introspection and regret. Yeah, because you know sometimes when you just say the wrong thing, yeah, to someone, and you're like, oh, what an idiot! This person thinks I'm now like I just and you go the whole day, and you're like, oh, I can't believe I said that to that person. I didn't mean to say that, and they're gonna think that I meant this, like. That's what I imagine he's going through right now. I mean, I personally don't think squeegee people have an inner monologue. Everyone I, does. I, look, when squeegeeing, I think they're so focused on the game. But then after, you know, like his, his customer service skills were pretty like... They weren't good. If he was getting some kind of evaluation or like he's not getting some employee. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like getting a certificate for Woolies for being the best customer service rep. So what you're picturing is a five-button airport bathroom scenario, big smiley face, kind of smiley face, blank face, sad face, very sad face. Just like, man, you need to work on your like interactions a bit better. I mean, greet, his greeting, his what? greeting was non-existent, <laughs> but like his exit was spectacular. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever thought longer about a squeegeeman. No, neither. I, I think squeegeeman is the correct as well. Yeah. That's the, that's the correct term for the, he's not a squeegee man. He's a squeegeeman. <laughs> a squeegeeman from way back. Wonder how you get into it. Oh, like, do we need to? Yeah, no, we actually don't need to. It's just like... Because <laughs> I know that to you, these are very foreign concepts because you're from the Northern Rivers. Yes. You live in Ballina where yes. I just found out there are two traffic... Only two. Two or three. There's one like a pedestrian one. I think... Oh, um, there's... Wait. One, two... 
Yeah, three and then the pedestrian one. The fact that you can like visualize them despite not being like a fucking beautiful mind. <laughs> kind of <laughs> just... seeing all these maps. Crazy like inception, like it's yeah. closing over. Yeah. Like, yeah, just three, three traffic lights. Three and I, this is how I make my, how I move through the world is like avoiding traffic lights. Mm-hmm. So I, I, to get most places around the area, you can only like, you can skip two of them at any one time and only have to go through one. So there's one compulsory light. There's always one compulsory light, like generally wherever you, you're going. Because yeah. Byron, where we, we have hung out previously. Yes. None. None. Not a single traffic light. No, and no traffic. The, no traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um <laughs> Because that's like, I mean, Byron obviously has changed significantly. Like for anyone yeah. unaware, Byron Bay used to be a big hippie retreat. I had an uncle like lived there in a caravan who like kind of played an instrument and smoked yeah. weed. Like, you know, like an uncle. You've We've had an uncle. We've all had that. Yeah, everyone's We were that. that uncle. Yeah, one yeah. day. One day we'll be that uncle. Well, most of us were that uncle in our early 20s. <laughs> I lived true. in like a sunroom for ages. A sunroom? Yeah, in Byron. That was fun. Dude, congrats. The yeah, sunroom. Yeah, the sunroom. Such, such good natural light. <laughs> <laughs> Heaps of it. <laughs> oh. I do love that. But like, yeah, now it's like become like Hemsworth, Byron yeah. Bay's kind of tech dorks up there. Yeah, it's, uh, I oh, I mean, I don't feel sorry for these kids because I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> but if I did, I would. Is yeah, because well, you can't live there anymore and like be kid kicking around on Centrelink and just partying. You you can't be you can't be a drain on society in Byron Bay anymore. Is you can't be finding correctly? yourself. You you can't be a good Aussie battler. Like just you can't you can't be an artist, an aspiring artist. I just always feel like there's this um jealousy that permeates through people from Sydney. We live like your holidays our life, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of like, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, look, that that is hard to argue with, considering you know my wife is currently in trouble for not going on holiday to Byron. She's been she's been recently requested to go on a holiday. To, we do it. We go on holiday to Byron, but like, I'm gonna put it out there. It's fine. Byron's fine. I don't know why the tech nerds kind of decided that that was the place. Like, I don't know. I, I appreciate the integrity of Byron in two circumstances. One, no traffic lights. I think that's pretty cool. Yes. You can get by with no traffic lights. Second one, no McDonald's. I think it's very impressive that a place can go without a 24-hour McDonald's. See, like, I live in Ballina. Ballina's real, you know. KFC, Macca's, boom. Next. Boom. They're there? Hungry Jacks, whenever. Yeah, it's and it, you know what? It's pretty great. I think Byron has this illusion that, because it doesn't have McDonald's, it's not commercial. Yeah. But there's all these commercial builds and it's pretty much the whole town, the whole main part of town is being taken over by commercial builds. Yeah. But they're boutique so they're actually just more expensive. Definitely. So. Uh, look, I'm going to put it out there. Byron's fake... <laughs> And I think, you know, I know this is going to cost me even more listeners in the Northern Rivers after that Phil Jamison rant. <laughs> I went on after having a I go I don't think in. they're Do here Do you anymore. think the squeegee guy could have been Phil Jamison? Are we going to put that past <gasps> it? No. 
No. You don't reckon? Maybe. Is that guy, the squeegee guy, good at music? I, I would say no. Because he would start the songs very abruptly <laughs> and, <laughs> and leave them leave. with a troubling accusation. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. But <sighs> the only thing with like, I thought your wife was going to put out and the <laughs> fact that he lingered, was that to watch? <laughs> or was that to squeegee the subsequent <laughs> sexual mucus? What are we doing here? Oh, God, no. I didn't ever want to think about that. That's taking a turn. Because <laughs> that... I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to think of the presence of a squeegee person for like some kind of cleanup. Like in, in I mean, you could say that like having them around is probably a good thing. Yeah. I went uh, dirtier than that because I was just like in pornography. Yes. Where all ejaculation occurs outside the body. Yes. You know, it's an external. That's true. Are the squeegeemen on set? Just kind of like, you know, cleaning up the Airbnb before they leave. (laughs) I'm just visualizing this. Just all of it? See, I I think this is one of my great uh, strengths. I'm not a visual thinker. So I can can say quite bad things. (laughs) And just have the words. (laughs) Just have the fucking teleprompter of the words. Like, I'm not visualizing anything. Because, yeah. Is it a small... Oh, yeah, no. I have too many questions and I don't want the answers. Do, do you like, think that's... Because he went straight to another car. Like, he did two cars that light, which was... Wait, did he? Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. I caught him in the rear view. I was like, man, fuck, I hope... I hope Well, his... we're all putting out then, aren't we? <laughs> Jeez. Not as much as him. Yeah, he's well, yeah, he's out. putting out. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. But no, I just genuinely, I was like, he's gone straight in the thing. And like you said, that like maybe he's self-conscious. Maybe he realized he's misspoke. And that. Yeah, but he's like, he doesn't want to, he's got, yeah, he's moving on. That just never I crossed just my mind. Like, yeah, but I, people don't have internal monologues. Yeah, just internal, like at, because let's be honest, that was generally I've seen the squeegee people when they're trying to get more of the drug they like. Yes. You know, I'm not going to say it's always ice. Some, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes they're a bit slow. One car per light, heroin, whatever. Like they're, you know, usually it's that. But like this guy seemed to still be kind of on it. <laughs> you know? That was yeah, just... the, the whole thing was just like needlessly aggressive. <laughs> and not so much of what he said, but just how he executed his... The demeanor was not good. Yeah. It wasn't a gentle, no. oh, sorry, I thought your wife was going to put it. I was like, oh, I thought your wife was going to put it, but like, it just, whoa. You yeah, and it. I think it was just like, oh, oh, and then just like, oh, there's another car. Yeah. They'll put out. <laughs> They'll put out more than this car. What's, like, I mean, I probably would have. I thought you had no money, so I was like, <laughs> shit, I have only $10. Do, like, have you, I've seen this overseas never in australia but giving the homeless person something and asking for change i've seen that is this in an the american States. thing yeah. yeah la uh i think new york okay but maybe elsewhere like just like hey i've only got a 20 do you have x and yeah, they're that's like okay bold, isn't it i mean my i mean my attitude is that if you're going to give them money you're not asking for change but like if if you give if that means you give them money when you otherwise would have said, I don't have any small change. 
then they're coming out ahead. So, like, if these homeless people... These guys don't want to do a transaction. I, I look at them as savvy businessmen. I've, <laughs> I feel like they're willing to participate in the, you know, financial process. Well, I just think that... Just give them the 20 bucks. Just give them the 20? Yeah, I'm like, you know, I... Th- yeah, what? I, I think my... I d- American, like, people are just... Also, he should have said, ah, actually, no, there's a 10% sale tax on this. <laughs> so it is, you have to give me the full 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't understand the processing fee. Sorry, we d- we don't put it on our, you, it's not on the, it's not on the tag. It's inclu- it's added on top. Can you imagine just like, sorry, can I get a receipt for that? Like, yeah. I just want to claim this on tax if that's possible. Honestly, I, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Dude, I mean, actually, holy shit. I can't believe this is such a bizarre story. And I I was very hungover 10 years ago. Yeah. And you know when people come to your door and ask for money? Yeah. So this is like not a homeless person, like a charitable organization. Yes. Um, door to door. I was very hungover. I came out. The guy was like, can I get some money for cerebral palsy? I have a better story. Okay, is it oh, worth yeah, just chopping me? If you think it's worth chopping me. But ba- the long and short of mine is I was like, here's some money. And he said, we can't accept cash because that yeah. can't be traced, yada, yeah, yada, 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 yada. So you have to sign up. And I just couldn't get out of the interaction, so I just signed up. Oh, my God. And this was 10 years ago, and I still see it on my bank statement because I, I don't know how to stop it. Like, and I'm just like, well, fuck it. It's a nice thing to do anyway. But I literally just remembered. I was like, who, what charity did I give that money to? And I was cerebral palsy. Like, what are the odds? <laughs> here I got I cerebral am. palsy right here. You could just cut out the middleman and give cash directly to me. I'll take your cash. I you would happily. Need, you, don't, you don't need to. I, I, I trust, like, you can <laughs> give me cash. You know, that similar thing happened to me when I actually, when I was one of the first share house I lived in mm. Byron. Sunroom? Yeah, the sunroom. Sunroom house? Sunroom house. Let's call it sunroom house. Yeah. That sounds like a luxury on sunrise, On Sunrise Boulevard. Really? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, it was real fun. We got evicted. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Um, I, Wait, so, what did you do to get evicted? Oh, we had a party and let off fireworks. No big deal. On no a Sunday deal. night. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, this was America. You know. Let off my fucking fireworks. My roommate, best friend, she's from the territory. Her cousins were visiting and her sister and they had fireworks. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. Classic. Yeah. We, we None of us were on the lease. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like nobody living in the house? No. They'd all moved overseas. <laughs> That's sick. I think it was like after that original lockdown. Yeah, just that when the whole world, the the Tom, I, I used to refer to it on stage, the Tom Hanks till June. Yeah. So Tom Hanks got it and then it was June and then we got out and the rest of the world stayed in. Yeah. And that's when you started doing comedy. Yeah. It's not that long, no, really. Two and a half years. But I feel like I've seen you like a bunch for like, you know, we don't live in the same city or anything. I still remember the first time we met actually. Yeah. At that oh. endless gig. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh my what god! We, what were you gonna say? Did you forget? Did you I forget? actually forgot that. Oh my god! That at the Enmore. 
No. No, the A-list gig. Wait. At, in, in Melbourne at the top. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, that's right. We met backstage. No, I do remember that. Yeah, because... Sorry, because I've got this A-list gig in my mind as the Anmore. And I just had a moment of like, fuck, did I meet you there? That, <laughs> did I meet you there that night? And it wigged me out for a split second. Yeah. But now the Toff. Yeah, yeah. the Toff in town. Dur- yeah, during the comedy festival during the comedy down in festival. Melbourne. And the reason I remember it is because... Jim Owen. Jim Owen. Yeah. Like there was famous famous <laughs> comedian Jim Owen. There was a gap at the top of the stage. And he's like, isn't that funny? There's a gap there. I think it'd be funny if someone put their head out of the gap. Yeah. And then just was like to me, like, would you want to do that? Like, I've met Jim a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And he's like, oh, great. And then, like, we set up. Like, it's a, it was a high ladder. Like, it was, yeah. it was like a decent ladder. And then, like, this is just physical comedy. Like, my least, <laughs> my least qualified form of comedy. And then he's like, all right, so I'm going to cue you by saying, like, wouldn't it be funny if something happened up there? Just poke your head out and then <laughs> come down. Funniest part about that was like it didn't really got nothing. <laughs> it didn't really it, get, it didn't really get anything. I, I there's so many moments I feel like a for comedians rather than like <laughs> for the audience. Well no, it was I remember it so well because yeah. I just met you and I was like, Do you mind filming this? Like just like on my phone. Also, this is a I, fun memory. I was so overwhelmed by like everything that had happened. <laughs> I wasn't even sure what I had to film and asking a cripple to film shit is never a good idea. To film you going up a ladder, which yeah. in hindsight, very ableist. <laughs> very I also it's very low quality. I'm shaking. You don't want that. I mean, look, I'll be honest, the footage was bad. I've never used it. But like <laughs> I just wanted to catch it for me. I just yeah. wanted it for me. Yeah. Just in the same way that Jim probably wanted me to do that for him. Yeah. Like, you know, just a funny thing to do. I just remember it. Just got nothing. And I was like, I'm waiting on a ladder because he's like I'm really taking his time. I'm actually glad I didn't film it properly because like I was sort of <laughs> filming behind the scenes. And I feel like if it if it got actually what you were doing and then just no audience reaction. <laughs> Would have been cruel. Would have been like, cruel yeah, to Yeah, there's it. a bit of just like, what are these guys doing? Oh, they're carrying on. They're having fun. Ha ha, comedy. They're having a good time. Look yeah. at it. This is comedy. This is comedy this right is here. comedy gold right here. Yeah. So yeah. it was just to poke my head out. I've done it. That's it's bombed. Right. And then I'm like, well, that was a waste of setting up a ladder. Because, <laughs> like, I just set it up. He was like, on. And then, um, yeah, then I remember because then I went on because I was hosting. Yeah. So, like, he's finished his set. And then he just pokes his fucking head out, gets a huge laugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, he's Jim Owen, you know. I was just there setting him up. One of the best <laughs> heads in comedy, Jim Owen, does the big eyebrows, does the big eyes. Yeah. Like, do it all. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, it was very fun. But it was, yeah, that was, the, that was the first time we met. That was the first time we met. Yeah, I'm in that way, because that was just the most overwhelming experience of my whole life. Because that was post, post-Raw or pre-Raw? Post-Raw, big, yeah. Big winner. Big, win- big won, winner. Won the, won the Raw, share with won Bron the Lewis, who we love. Yeah, we love Bron. Love Bron. And had to share that, share in a womb, then the Raw. <laughs> I still remember you complaining about this. <laughs> Sharing everything. <laughs> Just give it to me on I'm my I'm just own. like, it's very on trend for me, you know? Like, <laughs> At the shed, I Dave don't Chappelle. break my mold very often. I'm just like, I'm very consistent with sharing everything in my life. Yes. But if I was going to share with anyone, of course it's her. So it was sick. Yeah. So it was yeah. the big week. And then you've seen, you've seen the big ladder. Yeah. Giving you, giving you the idea that comedy <laughs> is a lot more fun than it is. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is amazing. They just fuck around and oh, have a good time. Look at so him go. <laughs> oh, I'm like, wow, this is. This is what dreams are made of. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's been all nothing but glory and yeah. Actually, that was 
That was less than a year ago. Yeah, that was less than a year ago. I'm still the current Raw champion. Really? Do you do you take that with you as a point of pride? The winner of Australia's most prestigious comedy competition? I told Dave Chappelle like he'd care. <laughs> <laughs> told the big man? It's just like, look, like, yeah, Chappelle show is pretty good, but have you won Raw <laughs> comedy? Oh, you know when someone's so famous you just don't know how to talk to them? Yeah, just what's relatable. Like, oh, I could have talked to him about my dad being from America and we could have, I, no, he, you know, basketball or fuck, something, anything. And I'm just like, I want a competition. <laughs> what? I think that's fine. I think comedians, no. if you talk about comedy, you're generally going to be fine. That's yeah. That's certainly my approach. Yeah, but I've seen like... Or about say. them. I don't know if you've met comedians. You talk about them. I probably should have talked more about him. My hey favourite movie is Men in Tides. <laughs> Dude, can you do that? Did you do that uh, Hey Blinken thing again? Someone say Hey Blinken? No, I said Hey Blinken. <laughs> One of the greats. We're men, we're manly men. I love men that movie. Tides, tides. Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah. Very good, Mel Brooks. Mm. Did you ever get around Blazing Saddles? I know the title. I can't remember if I've seen it. I remember, like, I have yeah. like strong VHS memories of Blazing Saddles. Like my dad, like being like, "This is a funny movie," and then watching yeah. it and being like, "Whoa, this is this is naughty." <laughs> this is like we don't want you young, and you, like your yeah. parent gives you something yeah. adult, and you're like, "Oh my, oh my, oh goodness. my god!" Did you have this mustache forever? The That's whole what time. I actually wanted. Came then. out, came out of the yeah. womb, mustached up. When did you start growing it? <laughs> They were like, it's a boy. <laughs> when my head popped out, they knew. They Why is he right wearing on. an Adidas tracksuit already? <laughs> it was cold in the womb. <laughs> yeah. He's always had a really cold upper lip. <laughs> no, it was just like to balance the balance out. Like the eyebrows are thick. Yeah. But yeah. now with the moustache, people don't even comment on them. Whereas before, everyone's like, Jesus Christ, those are some brows. <laughs> like if I had if I had the moustache shaved, I reckon that Jamoan bit would have killed. Like do some eyebrow work up on the top of the ladder. They oh, would have liked it. Oh, I see. You missed your moment. Miss my moment. I'll never get another one. Toff and Town still might be there this year, you reckon? Oh, mate, hopefully. Hopefully yeah. give me another crack. Yeah. Another crack at the ladder. Re- redemption. They haven't repaired the curtain. No, probably not. I, they would never have repaired it. No comedy Do comedy venue. ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're just both straight there. No comedy venue has ever done maintenance. Yeah, what is... <laughs> not once. Hey, yeah, the mic cable's kind of broken. See how you go. You're like, have you thought about replacing it? Nah. We just put more duct tape. (laughs) Yeah, just hold it. Just hold it different. You're holding it wrong. I've done a gig where I've had the microphone, I swear, like a meter away from me. Because I'm like, oh, that is very hectic. Dude, one of the the greatest shit setups of all time was a bolo in Maitland. Bowling Club in Maitland, which is outside of Newcastle, which is rural. Um, Okay. Probably not compared to tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, From the from the country, I forget these things. But anyway, so we're doing the gig through like the bistro microphone. It's like you know that one, like for announcing the meat trays, for announcing the you know nineteen Dave, your chicken schnitzel, like you know that microphone. Yeah. And we're standing on like a little uh, a pallet stage, your least favorite, the pallet stage. And uh, there was a speaker right above the stage. Yeah. So if you held the mic up, um, it would get feedback from the speaker. And if you held the mic any lower than your mouth, it wouldn't pick you up because it was a piece of shit microphone. So you had to have it at like this exact angle. And everyone is struggling through this gig, right? 
And then mid-set, this other comic was on. And mid-set, an announcement cuts over. Crystal clear, be like, uh, the meat tray 197 is ready to pick up from the front bar. <laughs> meat tray 197. And then, like, cuts over the comedian talking. Like, it cuts over the whole thing. And we're all just like... Where the fuck's that microphone? Give us that one. <laughs> yeah, well, that one's working. Back. No, but that's for the meat train. That's for the meat. People They're, need to yeah, hear the Yeah, people will, if they don't get their meat. Dude, it's it's on. I I was at a Mullum, it was the Mullum Music Festival one year. Mullum short for Mullum Bimbi. Yeah, Mullum Bimbi. People, people oh, yeah. who live in the Northern Rivers, very busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So much hate. That's like Just. my whole thing. Yeah, yeah clearly. <laughs> Why am I here? No, I'm the beacon of innocence. And hope. And hope. And joy. And joy. And cere- cere- cerebrality. And spasticity. <laughs> I mean, authenticity. Hey, Whoa. Hey. CP. C- CPA. CPA. CP Alex. That's what that is. <laughs> um. <laughs> But there's so there's this Mullum music, Mullum Bimbi music festival, and sure. it's around different venues in the town. Yeah. And one of the one of the bands was in the RSL or the Services Club. Yeah. And it was about four four thirty, and halfway through their song, the last post just started playing over the. Oh no. <laughs> Over the oh dear, over the band, and they had to stop. And I think maybe everyone stood up, and <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the drummer has to stand, being like, "I don't want to." Because I think it was just like heaps of like we're all conditioned to be like, "Oh, the last post, oh," and that was it, that was very funny. For just just for any national listeners, the last post is a a, a trumpet slash bugle. Is song. it a bugle? I think it's a bugle. Yeah, is a bugle. It's just less. Thingies yeah. or uh, is it curlier than a trumpet? I think it's curlier, isn't it? I don't know. I don't is know. there music people? I'm not a music person. I'll probably figure it out. The last yeah. buzz, it's a it's a military song that we do for like remembrance of all the soldiers that died in yeah. various Australian wars. I mean, British wars that Australians turned up at. Yeah. And the occasional American war. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you just you stand and it's like a moment of respect. <laughs> so to have that. Everyone's like, man, I didn't realize this was a ska band. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is respectful. And already seeing a band in the day in a RSL or rough. whatever is very weird. Very yeah. rough. But it was, yeah. It's a good time good with the Mullen Mullen Music Festival. Um, look, we got to we got to get out of here real soon. Uh, time time is flown. But I, I wanted you to do this for me. It's, it should really have happened at the start. I feel like if you've come this far, you probably the mystery is gone. But I noticed this with your Instagram. You always. You always say we're on unceded land. Yes. Um, but the thing that I've never seen before is that you give like a visual, you, you give a description, a verbal description yes. of the post. Yes. Like of not the last post, like <laughs> you know the there we go zing comedy. Um, that was that was embarrassing, wasn't it? Yeah. But that, you know without a kill an RSL. Um, <laughs> you know where everything kills an RSL. They're very old. Uh, we they've killed too. They've killed too. Yeah. Don't ask him about it though. Yeah, um, no, don't bring up. The don't world. bring it up. Um, yes, so you do that. I, I assume to <laughs> to aid those who are visually impaired. Yes, because they have some kind of software. Yes, device read it that reads out yeah. words. Yeah, and so often like Instagram have like an alt text option, but uh-huh. I like my 
Like it's good to just be accessible and have it right there, visible in, sure. the, in the post. What, what's the alt text? What does that mean? Which is like... Instagram will... So it, you can then access this like if you want to know what the... A lot of people use it as the description. Like sure. that's where they put their image description. Right. But I like to just put it right there like on the post so you can just read it in one yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of continuous... Sure. Thing, and it's something I just started doing when I like opened up my Instagram, like started my Instagram, like maybe four years ago or something. Mm-hmm. And it just for like to uh, how I do it is just like I sort of want to give like a the feel of what's maybe happening, or sometimes it is just like if it's say a poster, like this is what is on the poster and the mm-hmm. info that's on the poster. Sure. Sometimes I incorporate like the image description in the caption if I'm feeling really good about it. Feeling really good? If I just want to be like, hey, I'm just going to describe this picture and that's the image description. Because like it's, I don't know, the best way I could describe it is like it is the literal description of what is being depicted. Yeah. Visually. Like it's just like I'm standing next to a tree, next to me is, you know. Yeah, and like I sometimes like it want to like kind of create what's happening in the photo or like Mm. what the vibe is or like what I'm feeling about like say because it's my Instagram so it's like either like sometimes photos of me or Mm. just like a tree I like or the ocean. You got a favourite tree? Um, Yeah, I think so. Like my friend has that like not a favourite type of tree but like a favourite instance of a tree which is near where we used to live in Redford and I found that mental when she told me the first time. But Some people like it. I have a favourite corner of the road. A favourite corner? Yeah, like a favourite. It's like an S bend. My mum, her favourite bit of the road where we used to live was a little S. Just yeah. a little, ooh, look at me it's go. It's just like the last, because where, where I grew up in Tomorrow, it yeah. starts getting really flat sure. and straight. And then this is kind of one of the last bends. The last bends. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last bend they fucking saw, mate. Before they headed across the hay plains to I just like the last things, the last pose, the last bend. <laughs> um, but no, so I thought, I thought oh, yeah. it'd be fun if you could do, like, as if this room, because, like, it's a podcast. It's, you know, I don't know if you've heard, audio medium. But I thought it'd be fun if you could do the audio description of the room. And that's where we can end it. Okay, so first of all, we have Dan Muggleton sitting mm-hmm. in a chair. Uh, with a microphone to his hand, to his holding up to his face, he's mm-hmm. wearing a white Adidas tee and black stripes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's kind of old school eighties. What year is this? Would you say? Oh, I mean, I, I bought it like two years ago, but feel free. Well, I mean, it looks like the style of it. Yeah, it's Come a, it's, on, a, it's an Adidas oh, originals. Yeah, I'd probably uh, uh, say it's originals. Originals. Yeah. Apparently, this logo, the trefoil, indicates originals. So if you see that, that's originals. If you if you see the other stuff, it's not. Okay. No, yeah. Thank you. Very welcome. Learning more and more. Um, he's wearing he's got a moustache that looks like a slug. <laughs> Brown hair. This, this is meaner and less descriptive <laughs> than the usual ones on Instagram. And then if you pan out to the room, we're sitting at a desk. I'm on the opposite side. I'm wearing some oppie floral numbery thing that my friend gave me in a denim skirt mm-hmm. dress thing. And then around the room, there's this big, directly behind me, a big green screen. And 
Just like we look like we're in some kind of madhouse. Like <laughs> there's padding all over the walls, but I think it's soundproofing. It is soundproofing. Well observed. And there's a flamingo, a giant inflatable <laughs> flamingo, which makes perfect sense, I guess. Lovely. And then a few like bobble-heady doll things of Dan Moggleton. Daniel Moggerton. Look, I want to. I want to make it clear. <laughs> I purchased neither. Like at no point have I been like, "Hey, can I get a doll of me?" I just want to. I just want something to look at when there's not a mirror. <laughs> and then there's a flamingo with a crown and wearing a ballet costume, sitting on one of his. No, um, those are those are Jacob sorry. and Dom Toretto from the oh, Fast and Furious sorry, franchise. They're the Fast and Furious. They're Funko yeah. Pops. You heard about these Funko Pops? Nah, the kids love them. I'm not cool. <laughs> and then f- there's Dan Parade because. Dampered. I think that was to make me feel at home because I'm from the Northern Rivers. Do you guys have mold up there too? Oh my god, dude! You guys think you have mold, dude? Like, the mold here there. was absurd. That thing just liquefied in like a day. It was come crazy. Come up here. Come up there. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you want to know mold? <laughs> what is this? Um, and that's about it. There's some like, there's a camera, there's a mic sitting on a table. There's Whatever those things are. Sometimes I don't know what. <laughs> some things I don't so, know. Softbox lights. Softbox lights. Softbox yeah, lights. Yeah, that are kind of either side of Dan. And yeah, that's, yeah. But I kind of like wh- one of my friends from high school was vision impaired and colorblind. Mm. So I'll often also describe the kind of colors because mm. she's often wondering, like, you know, she sees colors in a different way and she's always... She used to always be like, oh, what colour is that? I'll be like, oh, that's green. She'd be like, oh, interesting, because she doesn't see it. She just sees things in a different way. Sure. And it's weird because, like, she can't – obviously, it's hard for her to explain Yeah, yeah, yeah. what she sees versus what we see. Exactly. It's like she's, We don't see the same Yeah, you're kind of like, it's like a dark spectrum. green. Like, what is a green? And you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. She wants, like, um, put all the colours, like, light to dark, and she couldn't tell, like, you know, between the yellow and the orange and the red kind of right. thing. Right, yeah. It just was, like, a complete mismatch of, like, which is interesting. But, yeah, so when I'm doing it, I'm often thinking about her in terms of, like, describing colours. And mm. then it's just, like, also, like, what is the sense of this image? Yeah, yeah, but always, but obviously, you make sure to put the person's race yeah. And assume sexuality yeah. in the description. Or I'll just often like tag who it is or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that I was like, hey, I'm going to make an inappropriate joke here. You know, I'm just going to keep explaining myself uh, like nothing <laughs> <Gonna> happened. <laughs> I respect the professionalism. Well, thank you so much, um, you. Alex, for coming on. Um, you're going to be at the Melbourne Comedy Festival this year? I am for the whole month. Doing I'm doing Comedy, comedy zone? zone. Yeah. The big Zone. Got selected for the Zone. Yeah, I'm in the Zone, baby. Like, you know, Raw, Chappelle, Comedy Zone. We it's did it. It's all happening. It's all upward trajectory yeah. apart from this, which is a hefty, hefty low. I might have to just pretend this didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can people find you if they would like to? Alexandra Hudson Comedy. Alexandra Hudson Comedy on the uh, gram? On the gram. You can, you can read way. the goddamn can, descriptions. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Read them. Do them yourself, please. Yeah. It's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alex, till next time. Thank you. Bye. 
All right, that was my chat with Alex Hudson. Before I get out of here for another week, I just want to tell you real fast uh, that if you ever tried to order a Daniel Muggleton white and wrong T-shirt, there was a problem with the website. It is now fixed. Uh, it should ship to wherever you are in the goddamn world. So if you want a limited edition to a T-shirt, jump on my website, www.danielmuggleton.com.au. If you have any problems, email me at dan at danielmuggleton.com.au. I am the person you contact when you contact me on social media or via email. There ain't no agents. There ain't nobody in the middle. You want to reach out, reach out. I do love hearing from you. Uh, and thank you for everybody who has reviewed the show, uh, given it a little rating. Uh, Spotify currently taking the lead over Apple Podcasts, 11 to 5 with the five-star rating. So cheers for that. Uh, subscribe. It comes out every Monday. It's getting more consistently released on a Monday. I would say the overall quality of the podcast is improving, albeit incrementally. Uh, but who gives a fuck? Because I'm an award winner, bitch. Woo! Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry if you were driving and cop that woo. Uh, that was that was very unreasonable for me. Uh, but yes, thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with a bit more. And until then, Verticoli will remind you of the season we're in for another 22 days. <laughs> <laughs>